Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. CA. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Seedmasters Nova Series 2. No clever message, just simple, no-nonsense precision. Learn more about the features at seedmaster.ca. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. We have the latest crop report from Saskatchewan Agriculture today. Harvest is nearing completion at 96%. Agribition announces a major lineup of virtual online events for the annual livestock show which has been postponed because of COVID-19. The farmer's market hopes to stay open at its present location in Regina till the end of the month. The Western Canadian wheat growers have cancelled the annual meeting set for late November in Regina, another victim of COVID-19. And we have a look at Manitoba's latest crop report. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Olympic Buildings. See them for ag buildings, riding arenas, hay barns and more. Build with confidence, olympic-buildings.ca. And GGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan agribusinesses for over 40 years. Looking to market your grain? Call GGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Harvest is nearing completion across the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Sarah Tetland says harvest is well ahead of the five-year average for this date. Farmers throughout the whole province this past week continued to make great progress, more so due to those dry conditions. There wasn't much rainfall throughout the province this week, so currently 96% of the crop has been combined, and that's up from 89% last week and remains well, well ahead of the five-year average for this time of year of 76%. So when we look at it by region, harvest is the most advanced in the southwest region. They are virtually done combining with just a few fields left out there. So currently in the southwest, 99% of the crop has been combined. In both the southeast and west central regions, they have 98% combined. In the northeast region, 93%. In the east central region, 92%. And then in the northwest region, 91%. When we look at individual crops and how their progress is going, all crops have made great progress this past week. And currently 99% of both the chickpeas and barley has been combined, 97% of the spring wheat, 95% of the oats, 92% of the canola, 86% of the flax, and 81% of the soybeans have been combined. And how does crop production look? How about yields? So yields overall are around average kind of varies depending on even within a region there can be a big variation in yields but provincially when you look at the yields the hard red spring wheat is yielding at 46 bushels per acre the durham 38 bushels per acre 
the barley 66 bushels per acre, the canola 36 bushels per acre, field peas 39 bushels per acre, and then the lentils 140, oh, sorry, 1,487 pounds per acre. Have you done a total production estimate and how does that rate with other years? So we haven't done a total production estimate Um, We will have our final report will be coming out on October 22nd. So we'll have more of a summary of all the yields and all the grades for the different crops. So we might have a little bit better idea of what's going on then. Um, But overall this year, looking at yields and grades, they have been overall around average and the grades have been coming off fairly good. Yes, you had some numbers on the grades. What are they? So for the spring wheat, the estimated grades are 64% number one Canadian Western, 29% number two, 6% number three, and 1% feed. Was there any rain this past week? There really wasn't much rainfall throughout all of the province this past week. The Kelvington area seen the highest amount of rain was seven millimeters, and most of the rest of the province saw under five millimeters in some areas just trace amount. So overall, it was quite dry. Some farmers in parts of the central and northern regions did note that even those scattered rain showers paired with kind of cool weather conditions did delay some farmers, but most of them have got back out in the field and harvest has continued to progress. What is the topsoil moisture rating? So most of the province is still short for topsoil moisture. So provincially, cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 31% adequate, 41% short, and 28% very short. And then the hay and pasture land topsoil moisture is rated as 22% adequate, 36% short, and 42% very short. What were the main causes of crop loss this past week? So a lot of the crop loss this past week was due to it remaining fairly windy throughout the province. So that continued to both swaths around in the field and we saw some of the crops shelling out. And there still continued to be reports of waterfowl and wildlife in fields causing some crop loss. Well, harvesting, farmers have noted that they have seen symptoms in fields due to more earlier environmental conditions. So those dry conditions, some of that earlier frost causing some green counts in seed, and also some hail. Do you have any numbers on winter wheat and fall rye seeding acreage this fall? So I don't currently have those numbers. Um, We will have more information again in a couple weeks. We do kind of ask farmers approximately how much they have seeded, so we'll have more idea in a couple weeks from now. Any handle on cattle feed supplies? So that's similar. We do ask that in a couple of weeks from now. I currently don't have much information. I know with um, it being quite dry, the hay yields were a little lower in some areas. So a lot of farmers have been baling straw and kind of looking for alternative feeds and grain and stuff like that. So some farmers have noted some concern for shortages of feed, but I'm not sure on kind of number wise how that's going right now. Sarah Tetlin compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Selford Group. Call your Selford equipment dealer or visit selfordgroup.com. Canadian Western Agribition has announced a wide range of online programs following the shutdown of the November Regina Livestock Show due to the coronavirus. Agribition CEO Chris Lane says a virtual purebred beef show will feature 11 beef breeds with the video entry deadline of October 22nd. 
Well, it's pretty hard to rank them in terms of what's the the biggest or most important, but I think what we've got here is we spent some time um, developing programs that we hope are really useful to certain segments of, of you know, exhibitors or partners or stakeholders in Niagara no matter what they are. So, you know, the first thing we talk about is this, you know, really a first in Canada for the size of it, the virtual breed show series we've got in the Niagara Evolution Series. And, and really what that's doing is, is giving a, a, a virtual or digital space to show off breeding programs and animals, um, you know, and not only do the, do the, do the competition in a video way, but you know, really what's behind that, the purpose behind that is that it allows us to collect the data and multimedia and, and, and for all these exhibitors and uh, collate it in a way and show it off to buyers domestically and around the world. And that's really the underpinning of why the Agribition, um, you know, cattle show purebred industry exists at Agribition anyway, is to, is to help those operations uh, sell genetics and sell their programs. So that's really the underpinning of what the Evolution Series is about. So, uh, you know, you've been to Agribition, we've got thousands of animals and thousands of, of exhibitors here, and that's that's the kind of business that, that we're really trying to um, make space for this year, even though we can't be all together. So, so on the exhibitor side, on the cattle side, that's a big one for us, obviously. And then you'll see, um, you know, a, a number of other programs around uh, connecting other exhibitors, whether that's you know our farm machinery trade show manufacturing exhibitors uh, to their customers, uh, putting in front of international buyers where applicable, uh, and then we've got sort of the you know the the entertainment and athleticism piece around the Agribition Rodeo. That um, you know there's not a lot of rodeo action going on in Canada this year, uh, but we still felt that we have a place to be able to shine some spotlight on the animal athletes and the contestants, obviously. And the partners that make the whole thing tick, and uh, and we can still get excited about rodeo uh, and look ahead to 2021. And then, as you see, there's a number of other things there. Kids and youth and, and up-and-comer in agriculture is such an important part of what Agribition is here to support. Uh, so we designed some programs around that. And then finding ways to celebrate people who are still making a difference in agriculture because that industry, uh, you know, COVID or not, uh, it hasn't slowed down and it's just as important as it always is. Let's go over some of those items. So you're featuring 11 breeds, 11 purebred cattle breeds. How do you do that? And I understand the uh, entries remain open until October 22nd. Yeah, that's right. So entries are open now and they'll continue for a couple weeks here. And, and uh, you know, really what it is, is it's a, it's a digital version of what normally happens at a live agribition. So the 11 major breeds here uh, at agribition each have their own show their own set uh, competition in this virtual environment. Entries will be judged by a, by a, a panel of judges based on the video entries they, they provide and then the champions in each of those breeds qualify for a, a Evolution Series Supreme. So not unlike the Beef Supreme that happens at Agribition, it's a, you know, it's a, a, a champions versus champions kind of competition. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Aggravation, featured in a virtual online event this year because of COVID-19. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. 
Sean Haney here with Real Ag Radio and realagriculture.com. I'm joined right now by John Drager of Left Field Commodity Research. You know, John, when we look at the market right now, whether it's fun buying or it's China, there is just so much uncertainty. It's really creating an opportunity for these markets to move. Yeah, no, you're very right. I mean, there is a lot of uncertainty. And uh, I mean, I guess even coming into the year, we knew there was a lot of uncertainty, whether it was COVID, it's been geopolitics, there's been a lot of these dynamics that have been in play for, you know, well, even pre-COVID, you know, now you start throwing in some weather uncertainty, all these other dynamics, and, and there's just a lot going on, right? There really is a lot going on. We get adjustments in government reports, USDA stocks reports, StatsCan, all those sorts of things. There's just a lot going on in this market. And certainly, Certainly from a kind of a narrative perspective, uh, you know, the bulls are grabbing a hold of it and, and running with it. And, and whether that's, you know, fully justified, I guess we'll, we'll chat about that and, and debate about that. But but certainly there is uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of storylines. And it's actually it's, it's a lot of fun, really, from from a market observer's perspective. A lot of discussion about fund buying that, that really has allowed us to uh, get a little bit lofty here and have some jump in our step as we head higher. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that, especially in the soy complex. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the funds have kind of been fairly flat recently in canola, but at a pretty good sized position. But but the soy complex in particular, they've really been plowing in the long side. You know, they're they're big time long in the beans, they're long in the oil, uh, long in the meal. Uh, they just they just built up a big big position, and uh, you know, certainly that's your best friend when the funds are buying from a farmer's perspective. They're maybe your worst enemy when things roll over and they liquidate. But certainly, as long as they're buying, it's uh, uh, that, that's definitely helped give it a push. It, it's not as excessive in the corn and, and in the wheat, certainly, but, but in the soy complex, boy, they're, they're in big on the long side and, and they potentially could stretch it further. But but you got to wonder at what point you start bumping up against some limits because it's uh, uh, they've been very, very active. What goes up comes down. Hmm. And I don't want to be negative here on a, such an up day, but does that mean you know, when... The, when funds create all the momentum higher, is the snapback even just uh, just as vicious? Well, it certainly creates vulnerability. I, I, there's no doubt about that. And and so that's not to say, oh, you know, the funds are bumping up against limits. So, you know, they, they were on the cusp of a massive collapse. I mean, it could happen, but, but, but certainly it creates vulnerability. Now, I mean, we have seen times in the past where funds have had big, long positions and maybe they've actually managed to unwind them in a relatively uneventful way over a period of time. And, and that can happen as well. You know, they kind of quietly, geez, they've unwound quite a bit of a long position and it hasn't been super eventful. Of course, we've also seen times when maybe there is a news event or something triggers it. You get a sell-off that triggers selling. They start running into sell signals, and it kind of feeds on itself, and and it can be a violent exit. Uh, and that's certainly possible as well. So I I certainly would view big fund length, especially again in the soy complex. That's a, that's a vulnerability, which uh, uh, it's uh, it's inevitable that those get unwound. That doesn't mean it's imminent. You know, they might carry this position for a while, but certainly inevitably at some point, you know, there's going to be selling pressure that comes from that. Now that fund buying it is somewhat tied to the optimism around the phase one deal and the fact that China is going to buy 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 just like it's Black Friday every day of the week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think there's a there's a number of things. You know, certainly, you know, certainly the the Chinese buying, whether it's phase one, whether it's uh, you know, reports of, of their own crop losses due to typhoons and flooding and so forth. Uh, you know, just the fact that they have been been actively buying all those things, you know, have have certainly fed a narrative that given a pretty good incentive to be to be buying soybeans. You know, and then the charts get turn higher. You start throwing in some weather scares. Now you got you know South American weather and all those things sort of feeding into it. So it's one of those where where certainly there's the the the, the China 
China aspect, you kind of feed into that narrative, the chart signals turn higher, you know, all, all those sorts of things contribute. The other thing too, and this is one of the things that I, uh, I guess I, 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 I wonder a little bit how it will play out is you sort of increasingly get these, uh, you know, threads, you know, even in the outside investment community about things like inflation, you know, and then you start seeing ag markets turn higher, you see uh, UN food inflation indexes move higher, and you start getting outside money sort of looking at, okay, we got to start buying commodities, US dollar weakness, you know, grains are cheap, you know, that sort of thing. And that's less of a, you know, sort of a short-term momentum type fund buying, maybe more so of kind of an institutional money placing type thing. And, and, you know, that is the sort of thing that would be maybe a little more patient money. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather, mainly sunny sky, wind south 30, gusting to 50, becoming light this afternoon. The high today, 20 degrees, the low plus 5. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, becoming light near noon. A high 15 for Friday, the low plus 4. Saturday, sunny, the high 24, the low 11. Sunday, cloudy, windy, the high 14. 40% chance of evening showers and windy, the low plus 2. Monday, partly cloudy, windy, the high 12, the low plus 2. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low plus 4. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 14. Normal high for this date, 13. The normal low is minus 1. The sun rose at 7.10 this morning. It sets at 6.21 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at 24. And it's just not the hot spot for Saskatchewan. It's the hot spot for all of Canada. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay, plus 1. Estevan, 18. Saskatoon, 16. Swift Current, 18. Weyburn and Yorkton, both 15 right now. In Regina, with part the cloudy skies, it's 16. That's 61 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southeast, 38, gusting to 55. Humidity, 34%. The barometer dropping, 100.7. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 16. Winds are from the south at 24. Once again, Regina, part the cloudy, 16. That's 61 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. The Regina Farmers Market is extending its open-air market till the end of the month. The Farmers Market is open Saturday and provides fresh fall produce like vegetables, locally raised meat, eggs, fresh baking, and more. Normally, Saturday would be the last open-air market and move to the indoor location. Instead, this year, the Regina Farmers Market will be staying on City Square Plaza until Halloween. These three extra Saturday markets are dependent on weather, so check the website for updates. Seedmaster is hosting a Zoom meeting with farmers to outline the Nova Series 2 air cart. The cart is designed for precision accuracy. Farmers are asked to pre-register for the November 4th 2 p.m. Zoom meeting. 
Another farm event in Regina has fallen to the coronavirus. The Western Wheat Growers Convention, set for November 24th and 25th in Regina, has been cancelled. All convention registrants will receive an email outlining the refund process. The executive director of the Wheat Growers, Dave Quist, says it's in everyone's best interest to cancel the convention because of the COVID-19 outbreak. But he says there will be some webinars offered as an alternative to the convention. In lieu of the convention not being available for us this particular year, that we are planning to do uh, some of the topics and speakers that we had proposed at the convention for future webinars as well. So topics that are timely in terms of policy and advocacy, updates for people, uh, discussion points, those will be all uh, in the planning stages right now. Uh, You'll be seeing that information on our uh, website through our newsletter and our social media channels going forward as well. The wheat growers are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the organization and have released a book covering the last 25 years. The book is called Warriors for Wheat. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Manitoba's weekly crop reports is 88% of the crop is now in the bin. Manitoba Agriculture Crop Specialist Dane Frey says harvest continues to roll along and is well ahead of the three-year average of 76%. Right now we're looking at about 88% harvest completion uh, averaged across all five regions in Manitoba. That's uh, ahead of the three-year average at 76% for the first week of October. Um, Main difference for the large spread is uh, we're back to a relatively normal year this year in terms of uh, heat accumulation and and a a drier fall. Uh, Last year, uh, that October snowstorm really did delay harvest progress, and as a result, our three-year average took a hit there. Uh, So that um, accounts for some of the spread in um, harvest completion. Uh, Less soybean acres this year also means that those earlier crops, cereals and canola, were were harvested and uh, leaving less soybeans in the field still to come off. Phrase says most of the canola is in the bin. It is, yeah, 94% uh, completion uh, with the latest district, I I believe, at about 85%. Uh, So there's only scattered acres of canola yet to come in. Most of that is still standing crop. Phrase says most Manitoba farmers are now focusing on the soybean and corn harvest. That's right. Uh, soybeans have been the big mover this week, and we expect uh, soybean harvest to really begin wrapping up towards the end of this week. Uh, then producers are going to switch into corn for those that have it. Uh, right now, some producers are continuing to wait a little bit for corn harvest. Most corn is at physiological maturity already, though uh, moisture samples range between 20 and about 28%. Um, with warm, dry, windy weather forecasted, producers are hoping to take advantage of natural air drying while that crop is still out in the field before having to run it through a grain dryer and have the added expense uh, for, for propane or natural gas to dry down. Phrase says warm, sunny weather is welcome for farmers who want to wrap up harvesting. The crop reports as harvest is 80 to 85 percent complete in southwestern Manitoba. The southwest is the largest region in Manitoba, so as a result, it carries the bulk of the crop. Uh, and as harvest progress uh, advances there, we really do see, see acres start to accumulate in terms in the bin. Um, right now, flax harvest is continuing there, uh, as well as soybean harvest. Um, some farmers are just starting their soybean harvest, while others are uh, nearly done. 
or have just parked the combine in the past couple of days. It really depends on where they were located and where those um, rains fell and allowed that crop to mature a little more evenly or they've had some struggles throughout the season. Fraze says cattle are coming off pasture and producers are putting up some winter feed. Right now, cattle are being removed from community and private pastures and back to overwintering yards. Uh, producers have uh, cut as much green feed, uh, silage, corn silage, or um, post-frost alfalfa as they can. And in addition to baling non-traditional feed sources, uh, straw, pea stover, uh, and even corn stover in some cases as supplemental feed sources. Right now, green feed silage yields appear to be slightly better than expected, which has reduced some of the pressure on overwintering feedstocks, though it has complete has not completely eliminated the need for supplemental feed. Right now, farmers are looking uh, within their regions to uh, source alternative feed sources instead of having to pay expensive freight rates to bring it into the northwestern or interlake regions. Dane Fraze is a crop specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Um. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed this morning. Durham gained $9.19 at 279.25. Canola fell a dollar forty at four hundred eighty dollars fifty-seven cents. Flax dropped four dollars seventy-six cents at six oh two seventy-four. Lentils rose twelve dollars at six oh seven fifty. Number one red spring wheat went down two ninety-three at two twenty-nine eighteen. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley one ninety-nine seventy. Oats one ninety fifty-three. Yellow peas two seventy-three eighty-nine and feed wheat one eighty-three seventy-two. Minneapolis spring wheat December futures fell eight and a half cents this morning at five forty and three quarter cents a bushel. I'm. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of October seventh. Another huge run here on Wednesday with 2,825 in the sort, 350 cows and bulls, a total of 3,175 for the day. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 75 to 83, sales to 85, 86, D3 cows, 67 to 74. Cows are averaging 76 cents. Good bulls, 95 to 105, sales to 108, 109. Bulls are averaging 101. On to the pre-sort sale. Yesterday, we were featuring Angus cattle, and what a sale we had. I have to mention again, the quality of these cattle, they are tremendous. What a treat to sort top end quality cattle. Good job to all you producers out there, a job well done. On to the sale highlights, Angus sale means Angus prices. Listen up guys, 410 pound black steers, 260. 500 pound black steers, 231. 570-pound red Angus steers, 217. 630-pound red Angus steers, 208. My favorite pen. 710-pound black steers, 202. 710-pound red Angus steers, 203. This pen was the highlight of the day for me. 780-pound black steers, 203. 
On to the heifer side, 420 pound heifers, $2. 500 pound, 500 pounders, 188. 550 pound heifers, 182. 630 pound black heifers, 180. 710 pound red Angus heifers, 171. Some highlights on the yearling trade. Here's some steers, 750 pound yearling steers, 195. 825 pound yearling steers, 186. 975 pound yearling steers, 177. On the yearling side, 750 pound yearling heifers, 178. And jump all the way to the 950 pound yearling heifers at 168. Next week, October 14th, sale featuring Charlie cattle, but all breeds are welcome. We are weighing on holiday Monday. Please bring your cattle early on Monday and then have your turkey supper. Thank you. First bred cow sale, Friday, November 6th. Three small herd dispersals so far. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Have a safe long weekend, everyone, and stay safe. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for both the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants, it's the same, 182.49 per CKG. Coming up, the resource report brought to you by iMetals Group. Investing in precious metals will diversify your investment portfolio. Learn more at iMetalsGroup.com. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. And now the Resource Report with Alan Sexton of the iMetals Group. This is Alan Sexton with the iMetals Group Report today. We've got the Dow Jones at 28,422, up 118. NASDAQ up 11,409, up 45. The TSX, 164.97. Brent crude, $43.17. Natural gas, $262. Uh, Canadian dollar, $132.40 against the U.S. dollar. And gold's trading at $18.86. And of course, silver. Silver's right now, the last one is $23.83. But what makes it very interesting is today, the low is $23.71 and the high is $24.25. As I explained uh, through the week, how it works is that. Every $5,000 controls or leverages 1,000 ounces of silver. So if a dollar move goes in your favor, that's $1,000. Obviously, it moved 50 cents from the high to the low today. That's 500 bucks. But what makes this most interesting today is that the volume in silver is up 34% already today, and we're only in the midday right now. Every single time for the last 15 to 20 years I can go back, Every time silver jumps up the volume like this, meaning more buyers and sellers, we tend to see a 3 to $4 to $5 move right after that. Now, it could be the short term, it could be a couple weeks, it could be a month, but that's where we really capitalize on our money. So every $5,000, every dollar move is $1,000. You can imagine on $3 move, that's about $3,000 in your favor. So there is a high degree of risk in trading these markets, folks. So please make sure you read your prospectus carefully before investing and always use risk capital. Um, this is an Alan Sexton with your Ryan Metals Group Report. Having you, hoping you have a nice day. Thank you. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM.